It's a beautiful night And we call it a bella notte Look at the skies They have stars in their eyes On this lovely bella notte Side by side with your loved one You'll find an enchantment The night will weave its magic spell When the one you love is near For this is the night And the heavens are right On this lovely What's going on, party people? Welcome to another episode of O-Town Dreamers. We are here again above Pilar's in Orlando or Winter Garden. Um, Again, huge shout out to Pilar's. We're so pumped to be here. And uh, welcome to our Valentine's Valentine's Day Day episode. episode. Yeah, it's awesome. We're super pumped. And uh, we have two um, incredible, very attractive people with us today. Very attractive. Probably Um, more attractive than us. (laughs) But before we begin, Christina, why don't you tell the people why we're here? So the mission of O-Town Dreamers is to inspire and be a resource for any new performer or performer that wants to uh, move to Orlando, possibly, or is interested in Orlando as a place to um, grow as an artist and make performing their full-time career, because it's just as realistic as being a lawyer, a doctor, or an accountant. That's right. Even if you're using Orlando as a base, as a base to, you know, train and then move abroad and take all those incredible skills you learned here in O-Town and take them elsewhere, that's perfect, too. Uh, so let's get started. Actually, and I actually did get a, a little um, a, a, a wink from one of our listeners and said, hey, uh, you should definitely put your um, social media on the front end just so people, more people can reach you guys. So yeah. let's talk about social media real quick. Yes. So you can follow uh, us on Instagram at O-Town Dreamers, all one word. And on Facebook, O-Town Dreamers, go ahead and like us and you stay tuned for all the content that we're putting out on there. Yeah, if you if you are going to like what you, if you are going to like what you hear, you don't know yet, but if you're going to like what you hear, make sure to uh, five stars and review us down below. And uh, yeah, uh, if you're listening to us on iTunes. Um, Correct. But yeah, uh, let's introduce our guests. Um, obviously, I'll, uh, Christina, you want to start? Yeah, of course. So... Today on the podcast, we have the lovely and beautiful Jason Hodge. He's a local drummer in Orlando. He is pretty much part of any drumming show in any of the theme parks. Um, And he's my boyfriend, and I'm very fond of him. So we're glad to have him on the show. Yeah, thanks for coming on, Jason. Uh, No problem. Thanks for having me. Thanks for having me on the show. Yeah, bro. Um, we're pumped to, obviously, this why it's a Valentine's Day episode, because we brought our couples on. Uh, so, obviously, I want to introduce, you guys have heard <laughs> you guys have heard her creeping in the background on a couple episodes, <laughs> and you got to hear from her a little bit uh, in, on episode eight when we did our uh, live from Open Mic Night at Pilar's. But, uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, the one, the only, uh, the beautiful, uh, the talented Shannon Starkey. Hey, everybody. Thanks for having me. Yeah, she's uh, obviously um, an incredible singer, actor, uh, performer here in the uh, Orlando area, um, and she does a bunch of stuff at Disney. Uh, she is uh, my co-singer in a top 40s band, and 
uh, we travel, she travels the world, we do everything, and she's, she's great. So we're pumped to hear why she loves Orlando so much. and some Why of she loves you so much. Oh, my gosh. Well, <laughs> you know, that's, that's obvious. Um, but, well, I can't wait to, you know, kind of dive into it with you all. And we have some interesting topics. Because it's the Valentine's Day episode, we're going to kind of talk about, you know, what dating is like in the industry. Yeah, if it's a good idea or not. <laughs> Who knows? I, is it successful? We're going to find out today. We'll let you decide. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we're very excited. Uh, but before we jump into our first couple segments, uh, it's time for some Orlando news. Orlando news. So two pieces of Orlando news coming up. There are two workshops for you actors out there. Um, anyone looking to get into the film TV commercial realm of things. You've probably heard of John Peros casting. He's one of the biggest casting directors here in the Southeast. And he has a workshop coming up at the Maley school in uh, winter park. Um, and that would be on March 1st. You can go to um, the Maleyschool.com. And you can go to scroll down until you see the adult one-day workshop that's going to be um, for film, TV, commercial uh, acting workshop from, I think it's like two hours. Uh, it's 12 to 2. So go ahead and check that out and sign up if you're interested in that. There's also another workshop happening on February 22nd for anyone interested in voiceover led by Dan Walks. Um, you can go to voiceoversbydan.com and go to voiceover training, and then you'll find the signups for the workshop for a real world voiceover. I've taken this workshop and it's fantastic, totally worth the money, and now I'm actually doing voiceover. So definitely uh, check that out if you're interested in doing that. That is February 22nd. Are there flyers for these like little things? No, but they're on um, they're on Facebook. If you go to their Facebook pages, they maybe, will- Maybe we'll screenshot it and see if we can post it on our Instagram yeah, or something. Yeah. Um, but did, you just didn't you just, you just did one right? I yeah. saw you. Uh, what, what? I did a Mark Mullen casting. Oh, very cool. How was yeah. that? It was awesome. Was it helpful? Yes, it was so great. They had us prepare some sides beforehand, and then we each went up in front of the camera, and they told us it was like an actual casting, and wow. they they showed us what we looked like, tips, and we had. Um, did you get hired? It, yes. Oh, yes, good. I did. <laughs> so Perfect. yeah, it was super helpful. Highly recommend going to casting workshops. That's awesome. And we'll try and screenshot those little, uh, those workshops and put it on our Instagram so you can uh, find it. Um, Shannon just reminded me, uh, obviously, there's a lot of great local theater here in O-Town, but uh, one of our favorite theaters that um, uh, specifically are one of our favorite directors, he's the guy that uh, we would probably, you know, if he called us, we would drop everything and just go for it. Um, uh, over at uh, uh, Theater at St. Luke's, um, Steel Magnolias is, is happening. The play, it's written by, uh, sorry, it's uh, obviously written by Robert Harling, but it's directed by Steve McKinnon. Uh, it opens March 6th, and it runs through March 22nd. Um, uh, and the cool thing about it, and Shannon, you can talk about it. You know more about it than I do. I just know that it's an immersive experience. They actually put you, set you in the hair salon. So if you're familiar with Steel Magnolias, the movie, um, a large part of it takes place in Trudy's hair salon, and they actually have it set in the hair salon. So you, this is what I've heard, that you like kind of walk in and you're immersed in this so experience. You're sitting, you're yeah, you're sitting in the hair salon. I think so, yeah. Oh, I think cool. it's like this immersive experience. So I That's am so neat. excited to see it, and I um, 
the cast looks incredible, and it opens March 6th, so I'm I'm psyched to go see it. I think there's going to be some great acting. For those of you... Uh, a good cry. Actors. Go see it. <laughs> right. For those of you actors out there, like, it's something to equate it to. If you guys remember when Sweeney Todd just did its... Um, Sweeney Todd just did its short, like, revival. Uh, they did it in an actual pie shop, so you were sitting in the pie shop booths as the show was going on around you, so I assume it's something similar oh, to that, I right? I to see that. I know. Same. I agree. Mm-hmm. Um, and then my uh, humble brag and kind of shout out is uh, um, Toxic Audio is uh, is an acapella group that um, has been around since uh, the 90s uh, and they well, they won a Drama Desk Award. They were Emmy nominated and uh, I just as a fun humble brag for anybody that's cruising or um, will be on the Celebrity Edge, the brand new Celebrity Edge in uh, at the end of March, beginning of April. Um, uh, Toxic or Vox, it's now Vox Audio. Vox Audio will uh, will be there on the ship performing, and Shannon and I will be performing uh, with Vox Audio on the Celebrity Edge. So if there's, I know that we have a bunch of cruise ship friends out there. We just talked a bunch about a, about cruise ships on the last episode. Mm-hmm. If there's anybody on the Celebrity Edge, come say hi, come check us out, come have a drink with us. We'll be there uh, from March 26th to April 3rd. We're pumped, and uh, see you on the Celebrity Edge. Hey. Do you guys have any news you guys want to share? No, you good? You solid? Yeah, I'm good. Great, bro. All right. <laughs> I'm news for me. I want to go see that salon thing, too. Right? That's yeah, good. it's going to go. be really good acting. Yeah. That's good. I love it. I'm excited. Well, because this is a Valentine's Day episode, this, this is a brand new Valentine's Day game that I feel would only work with... Um, kind of couples. We do have two fun games to play today. Um, but this first one is called um, The Perfect O-Town Date. Yes. So what's going to happen is we're all going to take <laughs> we're all going to take a turn and we're all going to basically tell uh, tell each other basically the best date you could ever go on uh, in in, or- in Orlando. Um, we're we have, we're going to be very specific with names and 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 places and not addresses, but we'll get you'll get the gist. Um, <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll do everything that we can so that way maybe you can plan your perfect O town date with your special someone on Valentine's Day or afterwards. But um, yeah, so uh, again, everybody know the rules. Take some time to think about it. Um, we'll let Shannon. Shannon, you want? Uh, we'll, we'll have you go first. And by the way, whoever has chooses the date that we would all likely like pick, like to go on, they'll be the winner. Incredible. Make sense? Oh, and nice. What you get is the knowledge that you won over <laughs> me. So, <laughs> great, perfect. Oh, okay. All right, Shannon, you want to start? Yeah, I want to start. Absolutely. Um, so my date. I don't know if everybody knows this, but Sage and I are like winter garden people. It's like our thing. We live in downtown Winter Garden within walking distance of Plant Street. We have bicycles that we bought to exercise, but we exercise our way to happy hour. Mm-hmm. And that's just, so we're, we're downtown Winter Garden people, and I think we probably will be for the long haul. So for me, our date would be in downtown Winter Garden. There's so much... Uh, to offer here, um, real quick uh, for those of you who don't know or don't know where Winter Garden is, Winter Garden is probably Sorry. yeah you know again it's it's uh, um, for those of you who aren't familiar with Central Florida. So obviously o- we're Old Town Dreamers, but uh, there's so many th- uh, different you know parts that make up Central Florida, Orlando, things like that. So Winter Garden is basically 20 minutes west. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, we're west, yeah. West, yeah. West, west, west of like the Disney area. Uh, a lot, based, a lot of a lot of Disney performers. Or west of like North downtown west. Orlando. Downtown Orlando, right? Yeah, yeah. A lot of Disney performers tend to live in this area because it's just easy to get to the theme parks and it's easy to get anywhere and it's just a great kind of hub here. Yeah, there's like a downtown street um, where if you go into any um, area that has that cute little historic downtown vibe, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Um, so downtown Winter Garden is is that quintessential historic vibe. Think like Gilmore Girls. It's got that <laughs> Stars Hollow feeling like we always call it our little our own little stars hollow and right i don't i don't i don't watch gilmore girls though in case you guys in case you guys are curious <laughs> yes. so he doesn't yeah. watch the bachelor either you know what the bachelor would probably actually be a, a part of my favorite date because <laughs> oh, we love to watch the bachelor together but but anyways um so my my date would be here with obviously my husband in mind when I'm thinking about planning this date, uh, we ride our well, bicycles. That's, that's helpful to know. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, you know, Wasn't you were someone else. Yeah, you were you. like Rob at, Lowe. At I don't least know. number five. <laughs> at least number five on the list. All right, go ahead, sorry. I mean, we got celebrity crushes. I mean, everybody's got one of those. Right. Come so. on. That's true. Um, I don't actually. Sage is my celebrity crush. Aww. How cute is that? <laughs> so famous. Um, anyways, my date would start off uh, with us riding our bicycles down here because we can. <laughs> um, and we'd start off a tasting room, uh, which is a small like bar down here and get, we have our favorite cocktails that we get there and it's like our cheers bar and they all know our names, which yeah. is embarrassing. But I think that's cute. I mean, it's fine. We don't have kids, so it's okay if the bartender knows our name. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then we would walk through our little center of town where there's all the twinkly lights on the trees, and then we would go to my favorite steakhouse, which is Matthew's Steakhouse. And if you live in Orlando and you've never come to Winter Garden and come to Matthew's Steakhouse, you are missing out because it is the most amazing food, if you're not a vegetarian, that you will ever have. Oh, but yeah, also yeah. their sides are phenomenal. Um, so go to Matthew's Steakhouse and sit. Well, tell, tell them, yeah, tell them what's the cool thing about Matthew's Steakhouse. The cool thing about Matthew's Steakhouse is Matthew um, owns it with his family. It's his mother and his father, and it's like just the three of them. And they have one seating per night at this restaurant, and there are a very limited amount of tables, and they have one seating per night because they don't want to be rushing you one into seating? one seating. Like, like one. I'm thinking of one, like, one party, like one... One seating, no, like, I would say there's probably, what, 20 tables in there, maybe? Maybe. Maybe 20 tables in there, and they only seat one... One family per one table. Family so per one, table so per once night. you have so, that table, that's your table for the rest of the so night. So it's basically reserved for you from oh. the time they open until the time they close because they are trying to create the kind of experience where there's no rush trying to turn over tables. Yeah. Because it's just Matthew as a server, and his oh. father is the one that cooks the steaks right in front of you, and this, there's, like, this huge grill... And he cooks his steaks. His name is Haas, and he's a really, really, like, cool oh. guy. And his mother makes all of the sides and the desserts. She makes the most amazing cheesecake I've ever had in my entire <laughs> life. I love cheesecake. Jason loves cheesecake. you sit oh, yeah. and you just have this really cool experience with just, it's just this family. It's, it's, it's incredible. And the food is absolutely amazing. And we always try to sit at the table. There's, like, tables that sit right up against where the grill is, and so the dad, Haas, will like just chit-chat with us while he's cooking, and they'll recommend wines and send stuff over, and it's just, it's a really cool experience, and we usually spend a long time there, and, you know, it's... Savor it. You savor it, yeah. It's one of those nights you just crave it. And then the end of my night would be at Pilar's, and I'd get a dessert martini and sit 
downstairs, they have this amazing patio and they have these two like big chairs outside that Sage and I love to sit at. We and call them our spot. We get them, mad when anybody yeah. else is sitting in our spot. <laughs> it's really cool. They're like these raised Adirondack chairs and they're huge. And I don't know, it's great to either come here and, and sing with the pianist or at, on open mic night or just if it's a Thursday or listen to whoever is playing down there and just enjoy a great dessert cocktail. And then probably ride home and catch up on The Bachelor because, you know. Solid date, babe. I'm into that. Yeah, you know. That was great. <laughs> you said you were going to be, that was going to be boring. You said, <laughs> well, some people I'm boring might be like, and my oh, date's going to be boring. Do, like something crazy. But like that is just to me what the perfect date is. Good food. Good martinis, which was like, not boring. Of riding course. my bicycle, five, five million my husband, percent not boring. The Bachelor, like, come on. <laughs> I've never actually watched The Bachelor, but I heard it's a, it's oh, quite a favorite. It's among trash. many. It's trash. <laughs> I mean, they are just, it's yeah, it's awesome. Oh, good. It's just a guilty pleasure. That's too funny. Yeah. Um. All right, all right, Christina, you should go next. All right, all right. So, since money is unlimited, the main <laughs> mode of transportation. She says with relish. The main mode of transportation for our date would be a helicopter. Because you see those on the way home, you know, uh, you know, on I-4, nice. there's over to the side, there's the, always a, a big ad for helicopter rides. And helicopter. I'm like, you know, my date was so what boring. I would do <laughs> if I had money to just throw away, I would use a helicopter. So the helicopter would be main mode of transportation. We would start um, walking around Lake Eola. Just a beautiful, nice little stroll with each other, just waking up. And then we would work up an appetite to go to Briar Patch over on Park Avenue. Mm. Oh, this is a full day thing we've got yes. going on here. Yes, my because as performers, day. we only get so many days off with each other. So we nice. would take that whole day and just spend it with each other. Um, so we would go to the Briar Patch for brunch. And they have an amazing menu uh, of things for brunch. Um I think I tried for the first time the Benedict. Yeah, the Benedict. Yeah, with the Benedict. Incredible. Um, they also have desserts like mm -hmm. cheesecakes and what, strawberry, strawberry, like these beautiful assortment of desserts. Um, so, and it's just a beautiful place to like sit and have brunch. Yeah, I'm into that. That sounds great. Yeah, and I think mimosas are a thing there too. And after that, we would of course. Helicopter, somehow, over helicopter to from Briar Patch, of course, <laughs> right. right in the middle of Park Avenue. Yeah, right, so it'd be to. about like you know two o'clock this time, right? We would go to Player One, uh, video game bar, and we would just play some video games, get nostalgic, like hop around. Where's Player One video games. game bar? Nerd out. Those are over by um, the Lake Buena Vista area, over by kind of by the parks, kind of by CP Housing, where all the Disney College Program people live, and there's like Crossroads and all those restaurants. It's just a little bit cool by that area. So play some video games, maybe have a drink, um, and then we would helicopter over to um, the College Park area and uh, just kind of uh, walk around more lakes. You guys like realize lakes. this is only a 20-minute drive to each place. But... But money is unlimited. You got unlimited <laughs> money. You can see you the views kind of, throw it away, of Orlando. Clearly. Right? She's right. That's funny. Um, and so we would just walk around, like, kind of, like, have, like, a little cuddle session or something, like, out in nature. And then we would take a helicopter back over to the parks and have dinner at Cinderella's Castle because we had enough money to secure a reservation there. Hey, come on. And we would eat at Cinderella's Castle and watch the fireworks from some really cool location. 
and then get helicoptered back over to College Park and then watch some anime on the couch because we're nerds. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty nerdy. I yeah. love that. Big nerds. That's awesome, though. Yeah, that would be my that would be my whole date. I like that. Mm-hmm. Hold on. That sounds delightful, Christina. <laughs> I'm sure you're just in, <laughs> enthralled. There's a lot of things. Uh, the helicopter is probably the coolest part. Like Thank each you. time you go through Thank you. helicopter, it's like solid. Stuff. Yeah. All, right, all right, come on, Jason. You've had enough time. Your, your creative juices were flowing. It's your turn. Yeah, my creative juices were definitely flowing. But I, I'm just, I was listening to, to Shannon and Christina, and I was like, man, those definitely sound not boring. And now I have to think of something that's also not boring, since this is clearly a competition. <laughs> First, but, but again, you, even if it was a past day, that was your favorite day. First thing that comes to mind, you can just go for it. Let's see. We would... Let's uh, let's do like a whole a whole day together. That's what that's what that's how we'll set it up. We'll do we'll do a whole day together, and we'll start off the day. We'll wake up, and we'll go we'll go and grab some we'll go and grab some breakfast. Where? And let's just do let's go with Seven Bites. Hey, yes. that's a great place. Yes. Seven Bites is a Living. great place. It's super simple. You go in there and you can order your food. But they just, uh, they're just great. They have a bakery also. And uh, so they have a great little brunch crowd. Where is Seven Bites? Seven Bites is off Bumby. It's uh, if you drive down Colonial or 50, as people refer to it. Kind of in, in the Orlando. downtown Orlando area. It's, it's a like little bit 50. outside of it's downtown Orlando area, but it's still in the central area. Cool. But yeah, it's called Seven Bites with, an, uh, with a seven instead of the V. So it's spelled S-E-7-E-N, Bites. Mm. Yeah, and they have some delicious breakfast options, and they're always rotating a special every single day. So you go there, grab a little brunch or lunch or breakfast or whatever, you know, whatever it is that you eat when you first wake up in the morning. And then uh, for, for us, it'll probably be breakfast. And then what we'll do is we'll go out, and so this is the middle of the day. I say we go out to a spring. I say we go out to a spring. We'll go out to uh, Blue Springs. Blue Springs is pretty nice. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, Blue Springs is just about 45 minutes to an hour north of Orlando. Girl, you got a helicopter there. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, well, uh, so a a movie, uh, it's unlimited, right? Money is unlimited. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 we won't uh, won't do a helicopter. What we'll do is we'll, (laughs) we're going to get ridiculous here. What we'll do is we'll get a black car service all the way to, all the way to, no, no, no. Yeah, yeah, no, limousine. Get a limousine all the way over to the See, Blue Springs. And you, and you said, oh, money's unlimited? All right, cool. We're going to teleport. <laughs> He's like, we'll get, a, right, but we'll get an Uber. I don't know, I don't know what kind of uh, technology, how much money it would take to, <laughs> to buy technology unlimited, to teleport. Unlimited, my dude. But uh, no, we'll keep it simple. We'll do a limousine because you can party the whole way over there mm-hmm. in a limousine. You know what I'm saying? So you get to, the, you get to Blue Springs. And me and Christina, we like to free dive. It's really fun. And over at Blue Springs, it's great because they have a little river you can drive to. And actually, at this time of the year, it's a, it's a little bit colder, so all the manatees are coming through. So there's a ton of manatees. It's fantastic. Awesome. Uh-huh. And uh, they Blue have Springs. a nice little uh, boil, like a little area where it's like a, it sinks in. And for anybody that's never like free dived or anything or di- been in a, a body of water other than a pool, it's really nice. Or, and not the ocean also, but it's really nice to be in fresh water because first it's extremely clear and you get to see all the wildlife and uh, everything that's underwater. It's, it's really, it's, it's, 
Blue Springs is where we learned to scuba dive. There, yeah. Oh, so wow. yeah, and so if you learn to scuba dive, you two know definitely yeah, how yeah. beautiful it it's is. It's amazing. Over there amazing. In Blue and so cold. It's it's, it's so cold. So cold. Yeah. yeah. We need wetsuits. It's like you know, it's about seventy degrees Fahrenheit. Whether you consider that cold or not, some people get used to it. But yeah, it's it's a, it's a little on the cooler no, side. No, we I went. Would say. It's so cold. We, we went. No, we went in November. So All right. It was. Cold. That was a mistake. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sounds like y'all still had fun. But yeah, we'll do good. that. We'll do that for a couple of hours. Okay. And then we'll rest for a little bit because after a little bit of swimming, I think anybody that swims for a little bit, they know that how much it, how much of a toll it takes on the body. Right. So what we'll do is we'll just take a nap. We'll take a little nappy nap. Come on now. <laughs> <laughs> and then we'll go ahead and we'll head back to we'll head back to Orlando. I would say it'll be about late afternoon at this point. Okay. And so what we'll do is we'll um, I'm thinking dancing. That's what I'm thinking. Dancing okay. sounds fun. So uh, dancing classes. At Arthur Murray Studios, okay. they do like salsa and merengue and cha cha. That stuff sounds so fun. Just do a little dancing class, have a little fun, and to keep uh keep things going. And after that, what we'll do is we'll uh we'll hire a private chef. That's what we'll do. We'll have a private chef to to cook whatever it is that we want. And uh, where will we do it? We'll do it at uh, let's see, what is the most what's an extremely luxurious hotel? In Orlando, Florida, we can do it at. We do it at the Grand Boheme. I was thinking the Grand Boheme. That's the, probably the best. Their brunch is. She's like uh, contributing to my date now. Yeah. Like Grand Boheme. Yeah. Yeah, we'll do it. We'll do. Uh, is there another place? Because I'm thinking, enough money gets you gets you just about anywhere. But no, the Grand Boheme is it's in downtown Orlando too, yep. so it's it's, pl- it's pretty plenty fine. So what we'll do is we'll go to Grand Boheme, private chef, cook whatever it is that we want. Anything, you know, so I'm thinking like there's a bunch of different dishes. I probably feel something different at that night, but it would probably be like I've always wanted to try Wagyu beef, A5 Wagyu beef. Oh, yeah, that's the expensive one. That is like cost so much money. Every time I see it on a menu, I'm like, I can't uh, I can't buy that. But if I have unlimited money, I'm definitely getting that. So you may have the most expensive date thus far. Yeah, sure. I definitely have the most expensive day. We're talking she about unlimited, but that's true. From college no, Park to Disney World. <laughs> yeah, she's not a helicopter. I'm pretty sure so. that's 15 an hour. And we if took I a nap. The ads correctly. Hold up, we took a nap. All right, and we went to the Springs, <laughs> and Springs cost like five bucks. All right, right. I did take a limousine Ooh. over there, but, but that's hilarious. <laughs> but what we'll do is we'll we'll eat some dinner, and then you know we'll be in the evening time. So what we'll do, and we're we'll downtown Orlando. We'll have a room at the Boheme, so we'll walk all the way over to. Sack Comedy Lab. <laughs> it was like Hamburger Mary's. No. no. We'll walk over to Sack Comedy Lab and catch uh, an improv show. It's absolutely amazing. Anybody that's never seen an improv show needs to see one live. And uh, if you haven't, you may be familiar with a show called Whose Line Is It Anyway? Right. And that's improv. Just imagine seeing that live. It's amazing. So improv. 100% cool. Sack Comedy Lab. They're going to get my shout out because I love them. I always... I love watching their shows. Anyway, we'll watch their shows. We'll laugh forever because it's so hilarious. Um, we'll we'll leave. It'll be uh it'll be later in the evening. We will. Uh, that's where we'll end the night. It's, it's super simple. We don't need to do anything more than that because uh, after 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 that much laughing, I know for me my face gets tired. I'm tired. I've done all this stuff today. Great little day. And uh, we'll go and uh, we'll sleep at the Boheme because and uh, yeah and do everything else that people do on Valentine's Day, whatever that whatever that whatever is. Whatever that you know? means to I don't, you. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Yeah. 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 Great. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Well, that's a that's a that's a great date. Very funny. I love that. 
Um, all right. I'm, all right, Sage. Here we go. I'm, well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, Shannon. I'll give you the choice. Do you, do you want, do you want a, like a, like an actual like date, date, or like a, a like a, a fun date? Baby, this was I, I didn't ask you. So <laughs> <laughs> see, like, like I wrote down two because I like wasn't sure. Like, and I you, didn't know we were doing full day dates. So like, <laughs> okay, was so anything goes. I, all I'll do I got f- was unlimited money and just like I'll do. A, I won't do a full date, uh, day date. I'll do like a like a starting at four. Kind of date. Nice. Oh well. <laughs> well, we'll wake up in the morning. But the, the day's gonna start with brunch and a good nap. Well, and it was then funny from there because yes. one of because one of my one of my one of, uh, date days started with brunch at the Grand Boheme, and I was like, I was like, because oh. it's their brunch is ridiculous. I actually didn't know that. Oh, it's insane. It's so good. Oh. Anyway, oh. but but you already know what this date is. It's just one of my favorite. Dates and I think it's uh, and it's one it's great to do as a couple but it's also to it's also uh, great to do as a group and it's uh, it's just a lot of fun and because this is my date it obviously takes place in the parks um, and uh, we've done it before it's called um, Monorail Happy Hour. <laughs> oh, I've heard of this. Monorail. I want to do that. Monorail Happy, Happy Hour. Hour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is something that I feel like I created. I'm not sure if I did. No, you didn't. But I <laughs> fully, fully you. But yes. I, but I, I didn't like read about it. I like just kind of like came up with it in my head. I'm sure it's not original. Anyway, um, long story short, uh, you start at the Grand Floridian. And uh, back in the day, uh, it, uh, it was Meisner's. It's, no, it's not Meisner's anymore. It's the Beauty and the Beast, um, Beauty and the Beast bar. Which, um, oh, real quick, uh, um, we are Disney cast members and Universal cast members. The opinions and views on this show are ours only and do not reflect <laughs> the Walt Disney Company or Universal or any other entities that move forward. Yeah, I've never even heard of those companies, actually. Right. So Anyway. Yeah. The univ- uh, the, so anyway, the uh, Beauty and the Beast bar is super expensive. So expensive. I don't even think I know but where that is. But you have unlimited money, so it doesn't matter. Right, but this is just me telling friends it's literally we had so it's it's on the second floor of the of the Grand Floridian, okay. and I had one drink, she had one drink, and I think we had two shots just because we were like trying to like yay, um, it was eighty five dollars, eighty five big boys one coming your way for one, one man gin gimlet, which is just gin and lime juice, house, like whatever their house is, right, and two shots of whiskey. And it was at the after after we gave a tip, it was eighty eight dollars. Eighty eight dollars, sorry. Eighty eight dollars. It's just an anyway, anyway, but but let's just pretend like I said money's unlimited. So that is right. that is where we will start. We'll start at the Beauty and the Beast bar, have a couple drinks. This is starting at four, because that's when all the bars open. Fine. Uh, we'll get on the monorail and we'll go all the way around, take a little trip, just enjoy the view, let the, let the drinks sit in. Yes. We're gonna go to the Polynesian. Now we're gonna go into Trader Sam's. Trader Sam's, have you guys been to Trader Sam's? Yes. yes. Trader yes. Sam's is like this um, interactive bar where you, be, where you obviously come in and whatever order, uh, whatever drink you order, uh, something in the room happens. So let's say you order a, um, uh, or something like that. It's a Polynesian god, and basically, when you order that drink, like she'll appear on the wall and do this like crazy laugh. It's really interesting, um, and it's just and the drinks are good, and it's just a fun atmosphere. It's a lot of fun, um, 
and then, uh, and then we get back on the monorail. We go all the way back around, and then we go to the contemporary. The contemporary, and that's when you. It's well, we can stop at the wave, like maybe have like a nicer drink there. But you go up, uh, 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 upstairs to the outer rim, and you get drinks to go. Drinks to go. Get them in a plastic cup, whatever you want. The drinks to go. You can do that there. Drinks, uh, drinks to go? Drinks to go. I just go. want to make drinks that clear. Yeah, yeah. Drinks, drinks to go. You got to do the hand motion for so those you're of you gonna, listening. You're doing the so hand motion. So you're going to take your drink and you're going to just leave. You're going to leave the building and just you're going to start walking to Magic Kingdom. Walking to Magic because you can. You just have to finish your drink before you get to security. I'm on board with all this, by the way. Just the walking. Yeah, me too. The drinks to go and just walking because you can. Yeah. Just walking because you walking, can. Right? Yep. Walk, walk from the walk. contemporary to the Magic Kingdom. You get your drinks and then you finish out the night. Uh, with the romantic fireworks and all those kinds of things. So that was one. I am going to tell the other one. The other one was more of like a, a downtown scenario. Don't count this one. We'll just. I just wanted to say this one because I like it. One. I like it. These are some of our favorite. Are you, are you getting two dates right now? I am. Are we doing two dates? No, just everybody shut up. <laughs> um, I don't think he's playing fair. So this is <laughs> this is this is what I call the perfect drunk date. Um, drunk. So. Basically, we're going to start at uh, Disney Springs. Have you guys been to Paddlefish yet? No. Paddlefish has the most amazing... Su- it's basically uh, that big boat at Disney Springs. You stand on the top of it, and uh, it's like they give you martinis and drinks and whatever you want. And it's the beautiful. It's a beautiful sunset. Holy moly, it's a beautiful sunset. And then uh, then for like um, kind of dinner, I, we like going to the, uh, the boathouse in Disney Springs, which is that outdoor... Um, it, we like going to the outdoor bar because mm-hmm. you can get oysters and drinks and it's beautiful. It's on a lake. It's beautiful. Yeah. And then maybe maybe we'll go see a show. Probably won't be Sat Comedy Lab. Actually, forget it. Let's go to Sat Comedy Lab with Christina and Jason. Sat Comedy <laughs> Lab. Double shout out. Do, we do, we're going to Sat Comedy Lab. And then we end the night with our, one of our favorite, with our only favorite bar in downtown Orlando called Aku Aku. Oh, no. We, so we've Ubered, is what you're telling me. <laughs> yeah, we've Ubered. Point, yeah. We've Ubered to Aku Aku. <laughs> so, uh, uh, Aku Aku, where is oh that? God, we haven't I've been never heard of that years. place. Yeah, we haven't been there. Right around, Aku, you know, where World of, World of Beer is, that, that building yeah, where World there, of right Beer is. Yeah, right off uh, Lake Eola. It's right there where that um, Stardust <sighs> I know exactly where you're talking it's about. That, I forgot that's what that place is oh, called. Oh, man. That, it's so small. It's so, like, intimate in there. Oh, but it's the there. coolest bar, oh, and the drinks are ridiculous. It'll ruin your life. It'll ruin your life. There are some exactly where that on is. there that literally it says um, on the bottom, it says uh, you are legally only allowed to have two of these a night. That's like, my favorite drink. Oh, well, I'll bleep this out, but this will be the one time we say the word. Uh, there's a drink called Tiger <laughs> and it's literally, um, it's, it's, they it's at Huckleberry North. They set it on fire. It's ridiculous. It's really cool. It's, it's, it's amazing. We've it's, Ubered home from there um, because it's the only way to leave that bar, but that would be my drunk perfect date. But forget about that. Well, like if 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 I'll, I forgot about Aku Aku. It's been years. Yeah. But I'll I'll insert well, I know my we're, we're going to for our next date. <laughs> right. Incredible. But Uber there. If you're going to Aku Uber, Aku, you've got to do we'll it. We'll walk there. Yeah. I mean, we're close enough. Drink uh, there you go. Close enough. Don't better. don't drink and drive. Um but yeah, but I'll I will submit my monorail happy hour uh date because that is one of my favorite things we get to do. Um so out of the four dates you can't choose your own. I already picked mine. So. You can't choose your own. Which date would you choose? Uh, Jason picks Shannon's date because Matthew's is amazing. I don't know what that place is. I've never been there, but we're definitely going there. It's like right there. Okay. All right. Christina? Uh, I'm going to go ahead and pick the monorail 
Yeah. Wait, that's the second date. He picked two. He did no, two. No, 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 no. But no, I, I, sub, I submitted the monorail date. You submitted. Yeah. Oh, is that, is that what we're doing I now? I submitted the you, monorail you date. I just wanted to, And you're like, you know what? I like the monorail one better. <laughs> I just wanted to tell you. I could have told you another date. You know listen, what I'm saying? I just wanted to tell you some of the great places to go. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, right. But I'm submitting the monorail date. So you choose mine, Christina. That's yes. very kind. Shannon? Um, I'm going to choose Jason's date because I love the Springs. Like, that is a, that's a, I was Ooh. like, oh, I wish I had thought of the Springs because that's a really good idea. And I love the Grand Moheme and I just, all those things. And you know what? Like, I have no interest in going to the the Arthur Murray, like, dance studio. So we're probably not, we're probably not compatible or anything. (laughs) Like, there are things about your date that I'm like... If you were a dancer, like that would definitely be something. Oh yeah. Yeah. I do think it's funny that Christina chose Sage's date and then Shannon chose my date. I know. Pretty, uh, <laughs> I know. <ironic>. Just <laughs> and now comes the final and decision. Now, and now it's up to me. Well, listen, Jason, <sighs> your date felt very active. It was a lot of activity. <laughs> it was a lot yeah, of that, activity. That was the, I do that agree the, with that. But there was, was a nap. There was a, there nap, was a nap because I'd be so freaking exhausted. A nap is important. Um, very important. It's like a, it's like it brings everything together. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like the drummer in the band brings everybody together. That's Amen. Like, I like it. Amen. Well, that's a very true statement. Um, Christina, yours was nice, um, but <laughs> thank you, thank um, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um, but it just seems so far out of the way. But we have a helicopter. helicopter. That's Hello. true. That's true. But, but um, I'm a, I now have a fear of helicopters. Rest in peace, my God. Um, uh, who doesn't? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I choose I choose Shannon's I choose Shannon's date because oh. uh, I because again uh, the tasting room uh, and Pilar's and Matthews and Winter Garden is, is really one of the best date areas to be uh, if it's if you're not going to go on monorail happy hour you might as well go to Winter Garden for date night so Shannon congratulations you win Yay. Shannon, Winter yeah. Garden for the win Pilar's for the win no yes. Matthews whoever this Matthew man person is. I'm telling you. <laughs> I'll give you the reservation phone number and you That's can surprise great. her one night. It's, oh, even, it's even better that there's somebody named Matthew there because I'm tired of going into restaurants and it's like Pete's and you go in there and there's nobody named Pete. And you go there. to Roy's, you're like, where is Roy? Where's Roy? <laughs> I need to see Roy. What the hell? Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I'm glad there's a guy named Matthew over there. That's where, that's where I was most impressed. I was like, oh, there's somebody named Matthew there. That's great. And I'm just go like there. his mom and his dad. Whenever you're ready, Christina. All right, so now we come to the interview portion. This is going to be such a cute little interview portion. Oh, my gosh. Um, so let's briefly go over how each couple met each other. We'll start with you and uh, Shannon. We met each other doing a show. Uh, we were doing a show at Theater Downtown called Reefer Madness, and we were romantic opposites, and the rest is history. I mean, really, like... Romantic opposites? We were romantic opposites, yeah. Meaning in the, the show. In the show, meaning I played, we, we played love interests in the show. Yes. I'm thinking something completely different. Okay, that's not okay. No, yeah, yeah. We were yeah, love no, interests we in the show. We were love interests in the uh, show. We, we couldn't, uh, we weren't uh, dating in the time until a little bit after the show, but once the, sh- uh, a little bit after the show, once the show closed, and I think maybe like a month or two passed, we we got together and um, yeah, and then the rest of the show was called yeah Reefer Madness, like she said. Uh, For those of you who don't know what it is, is ba- is a musical based off the 1920s propaganda um, like film where people were like, oh, the reefer is bad for you; it'll make you go crazy. And they basically turned that into a musical where it's super campy, and they're like, oh yeah, if you smoke at all, you're gonna be in an insane asylum and kill people. It's very interesting, <laughs> yeah. but it's fun. It's a good time. Uh, yes, yeah, I should stop time. smoking reefer. We were clearly. friends and. <laughs> 
it just grew from there. And I think the show wrapped in October and we started dating in January. Aww. Nice. I want to know now. This is clear. This is from my curiosity alone. What was your first date? Our first date was at uh, the she Spectacle knows. of Lights. Hollywood Studios, yeah. Osborne Spectacle of Lights. Right, it, was on uh, the, it was on Thanksgiving. <laughs> On Thanksgiving at the Spectacle of Lights. Yeah, it was Thanksgiving. On Thanksgiving. Oh wow. On Thanksgiving. Yeah. That was our first date. We didn't really, we weren't like boyfriend and girlfriend until January. Well, of course, but I mean, just like the first time, I guess you guys went out. It's like we know we're interested in each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Testing the waters. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Yeah. But it was awesome. We loved, and which bums me out to this day that Osborne is gone because, like, something I wanted to take my kids to. You know what I mean? Yeah. But we love Osborne and R.I.P. But yeah, that was our first, our first date. Cute. Where did you guys meet? Um, uh, we worked at the same uh, park, so uh, Universal, um, and we shared a trailer, the the Sing It Beat Builders trailer, and we shared a break room together. A break room, yes, that. Um, and <laughs> I was just at my computer, like beep boop bopping around, looking at decorative pillows for my <laughs> apartment that I just moved into because I had moved to, I had just gotten out of the college program. And I'm looking at my laptop, and then in walks Jason, looking so cute. And he just walks in there, and he's, like, looking around the room, like, looking at everybody. And he looks at me, and he's like, who are you? And I'm like, I'm Christina. And he's like, he walks over to me, right next to me, right next to my laptop. He's like, what are you looking at? I'm like, decorative pillows for my apartment. He's like. Why do you need those? They're not. No, let's let's. No, no, no. Super smooth, my dude. First of all, she's making me sound super obnoxious, which I'm not (laughs) arguing against. That probably sounded exactly like that. But let's get more specific in the details about the decorative pillows. She didn't use the term decorative pillows. She used the term throw pillows. And at this point, I had never heard of the term throw pillows, so I was a little bit thrown off by the fact that she was looking for something called throw pillows. You were thrown off by throw pillows. Yes, I was thrown off by throw pillows, and I was trying to get to the bottom of this mystery that was in my brain. And so we were talking about throw pillows, and I guess you throw them around. I don't know, man. It was just weird. I just never heard throw pillows at the point because what – I don't know – Anyway, yeah, she was she was uh, shopping for throw pillows, and I was just I was looking out, and we were talking about throw pillows, and <laughs> yeah, we bonded through throw pillows. By the way, did you order those throw pillows? I don't think I've ever asked. I you. sure did. All right. Yep. What was your first date? Our first date consisted <laughs> of Baba Ganoush. That's what it was. Um, we Wait, went to, we food. went to we went to Bosphorus Turkish cuisine. Oh ah, yeah, so good. Oh, it was fantastic, so and we good. ordered a baba ganoush because she was going off about how much she loved hummus. Anybody that's familiar with Middle Eastern food or Mediterranean food, there's a lot of different dips that they have, and baba ganoush is amazing. And if you do like hummus, there's chances that you li- probably like baba ganoush, which is smoked eggplant with tahini, so good. and it's, it's like it's basically like the 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 guacamole of the Mexican world. Because it has, it's it's you only the guacamole of the Turkish world. The Turkish world, sorry, yeah, 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 it's like it's the best. It's it's only good when it's fresh, um, because it, anything other than that, it's absolutely terrible. But anyway, we had uh, baba ganoush at Tur- uh, at Bosch's cr- Turkish cuisine, and it was amazing Turkish food. And then uh, we uh, watched Thor Ragnarok. Yep. Yeah, we watched yes. Thor Ragnarok. That's what we did. We, it was a classic dinner and movie day. It wasn't anything super fancy. And I think we uh, we walked around Disney Springs for a little bit too. Correct. And yep. we watched uh, we watched the band. I do remember us watching a band singing Selena, and I found out that you absolutely love Selena. So there's yep. that too. Yeah, pretty uh, pretty. Uh, 
standard, uh, standard date. date. I asked her out actually <laughs> right outside of the of the, the break room. Yeah, right as she was leaving. And so that was um, It was very cool. simple. It was like, hey, you, you're cute. I like you. Let's go on a date. You make me sound like a robot, by the way. You make <laughs> no, me sound it was like, just so like, direct, just like, and I loved it. And uh, and while uh, this is a fun fact I learned after she asked me out, she took a picture of my shoes while I was asking her out, a Snapchat, if you will, and sent it to her friend saying, "There's a beat builder asking me out right now." <laughs> That's so cute. Do you yeah. have it? Did you save it? It was the friend. No, my roommate Holly. Oh, okay. Yeah. While I think I don't know, I think I was asking for a number or something. I can't remember exactly what was happening, but I, yeah. I, I guess I didn't realize that she was taking a picture of my feet. That's amazing. Of my shoes, not my feet, but. That sounds kind of weird now at this point. Anyway, I'm we're gonna. So I wish you still had the picture. <laughs> I know, I do too. <laughs> so oh funny. my gosh! But yes, right. that's how we met, and uh, yeah, apparently I'm a obnoxious robot no, person. No, it's just it, no, it's it's hilarious. <laughs> Who it's are great. you? What are you doing? <laughs> Why are you shopping for decorative pillows? You're cute. Let's go on a date. I love it. Um. What are some perks that you guys have found from dating somebody within the entertainment industry? I mean, I think that one of the biggest perks is having somebody who understands what you do. Because let's face it, we have these weird hours and weird habits and, you know, warm-up routines and rehearsal routines and things that we have to do that I think that an average like performer person wouldn't really necessarily understand and connect with. But like for us, I know when Sage needs space to rehearse for something or I know that when he goes out and he has to perform until two o'clock in the morning, like I have my own routine and I don't, I don't know. I just think that there's something really cool about having somebody who just understands what you do for a living and doesn't question all the like ins and outs of what that means because what we do is really it's weird. It's weird. Yeah. It's weird. Imagine if you just had a nine to five job and you didn't know what performer like was life was like and you're dating somebody and they're like, well, I'm leaving at two o'clock in the morning and then I have to get up at six for this audition, but I really have to leave at like four because I have to warm up in my car for an hour. And actually, could you give me some space because I need to be on my headphones right now and learn this part for this gig I have tomorrow night or, yeah. you know, we're just, we're weird and we've got these weird, or I have to sleep because I have an overnight tonight uh-huh. that starts at 10 p.m. and I'm going to be gone until 4 o'clock in the morning so I have to go to sleep at 2 o'clock in the afternoon. It's just, we're, we're weird people with weird habits and yeah. to be with somebody who just gets that is kind of awesome. Yeah. <laughs> and it doesn't always happen like that. You have to kind of find the people who um, who still match up with your entertainment lifestyle like, because um, oftentimes people will tell you that like, hey, don't, don't poop where you eat because... <laughs> Um, they you know. u- they uh, specifically use the term poop. Yeah, course. they use the poop. Yes, they use the they, poop term. There's no other term that is uh, synonymous Ab- with that in absolutely English language. Absolutely not. Um, but they, but no. But they say that quite often because they say you know hey you know in the entertainment industry there's competition there's this there's this and uh, um, and you really have to kind of you know delve deep and kind of look beyond that and really focus on the simul- uh, similarities of of who you guys are as performers and not the. Uh, um, and all, not all the negative things that, like you, for, from from that point on, you guys are almost like an entertainment team moving forward, as opposed to like, yeah, I'm, you know, I'm I'm working a lot right now, but you're not. But because I'm working a lot, that means you're also working kind of situation. So it's 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 a it's a fine balance, but um, but it is definitely helpful. And I I definitely I couldn't I couldn't imagine I like I I couldn't imagine being with anyone that wasn't in, in an entertainment industry because I just like 
Like, I, I, I don't know what to do with your, like, lawyer job. That sounds nice, but I don't get it. Yeah. So it's interesting. Yeah. What about you guys? Um, for me, I think one of the perks is obviously having somebody who understands what you have to do any given day of the week. But also, you get to hang out with other people that your partner knows. And, like, you not only get to know them, but, like, through them, you get some weird opportunity that yeah. they know because they know them. Right. And then you meet them, and then you do this opportunity, and then you meet other people. And it just, the two of you combining together, you meet so many people within yeah. the industry that you would have never met otherwise. And you get to, to benefit from that. Both of you do. And you get to meet your different groups of people. Like I met so many cool drummer friends of his. And through that, I've, there's been cool opportunities to like, I just got a, a practice partner for like self taping yeah. because I've gone to like a couple things with him and I got to know her. Sure. sure, um, sure. And he's gotten to meet some singer friends and like actor friends. And you, you just make connections and opportunities can come from that. And I think that's so cool. Um, so if you have two people in the entertainment industry that come together like that, you just double your chances of meeting cool people and doing cool things. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Have, yeah. You, have you guys had to overcome anything like um, difficult about dating in the entertainment industry? Jason? Um, initially, it had to do with kind of sharing the same workspace together. Yeah. That wasn't, I wouldn't say anything difficult or challenging. It was just kind of more, yeah, I guess obstacles is a good way to put it. It was just kind of strange because it's, it's a dynamic that... I know I personally never have encountered. So I was like, how, what is the best way to deal with this? Or if I even need to deal with it in the first place? Because mm -hmm. you think it, it's one of those things where you think this is a big deal when it's really not. So it was just like a simple, a kind of a mental hurdle to get over for a little bit. Sure. Um, me and Christina, when we shared the break space uh, initially, we were like, what do we do? Do we even acknowledge each other that we're dating or anything which uh you know it sounds ridiculous now that we're thinking about it but uh in the beginning you know it was just like you know we're just trying to make sure we're respecting of course other people's because that was a shared space between everybody and you know as far as privacy goes and what everybody else thinks and what they think is appropriate in different spaces you know that's wildly different from individual to individual sure so that was kind of a an initial hurdle mm -hmm. uh you know, directly related to entertainment. Aside from that, let me think. Um, maybe the the wild schedules, right? Um, schedule isn't necessarily uh, consistent, right? We're not working nine to fives. We're not working five days a week. We can work more like 27 days a month. Right. Or, right. Uh, <laughs> right. You know what I mean? You're working or you're working uh, t uh, two different gigs a day and things like that. And as far as, uh, you know, Shannon kind of hit on it about understanding exactly what your job is. But uh, no, I'm talking about a, a benefit right now and not a struggle because we didn't have that struggle. Sure, sure, sure. But um, it still becomes kind of a, a struggle a little bit in terms of just being able to sometimes, I think me and Christina do a really good job of uh, finding uh, um quality time because the time we spend together is absolutely amazing but sometimes it, there are periods of time where we go where we're just not exactly spending all the time we would want to spend with each other you know it's just it's in spurts but it doesn't it's clear that if that's not a focus that that could easily become a very big issue in the relationship well right? yeah and i guess that's that's the question so what do you as far as like you know, making sure you have time to overcome that, like what, what like what's like a fun, like 
mm-hmm. uh, tradition that you guys have. Thing we do to, to make sure that yeah, you guys have that time together. We make food together. Food together. <laughs> we make food cuddle together. time. Cuddle time. Yeah, like, cuddling is pretty. Uh, like in the nice. morning and before you go to bed, like we just it's just such it's so like because we're both physical affection people. It's just like we need that from each other. So like before we go to bed, it's just like that's our time to like debrief almost and talk about like what's going on. Sure. Um, like while we're cuddling. Um, and then in the morning, just making sure that we we say goodbye to each other and like have a good day and like a little kiss and everything. That's just so important. It goes such a long way that it feels like whenever they do, whenever he does go go off somewhere for like a long stretch of time, it's like I feel satisfied from the interactions, the little interactions that we do have. Sure. That we just met each other's needs in that way. Yeah. I just want to make it clear, it does not feel like we don't spend enough time with each other. It's like our deeds are bad. But it can be very easily the opposite direction. I can I can already see that. If that wasn't even prioritized even a little bit, it, be, it could quickly snowball out of control. So that is definitely... And of course, we've got plenty of peers within the entertainment industry where that's definitely a very clear issue amongst, um, among couples. So that's definitely an issue, just a common issue, because it's such a busy schedule and it's such a... Such a, such a crazy inconsistent. That's the that's the biggest one where it's inconsistent. Like you can't really. Sometimes it's so hard to commit, and then dates too. Like if you want to go on a date, and all of a sudden you get like, a I have gig. to go home and record a voiceover or right you now. You get like a gig out of nowhere that pays like, so much money, and you're like, I don't know, man. Like you know, is this money worth it? We could just like rain check to another day, you know, like uh, or like you know, okay, no, we're just gonna say no to this, and we're gonna spend the time together. Right. Well, it's sometimes. feast or famine, right? Like yes, feast or yeah, at that yeah. point. Like how many times does it feel like that? Especially like even around the holidays, you're like, listen, I know that we're gonna have like a tough seven days and we're not gonna see each other, right. but I'm gonna show you on the calculator what that means for us. And like maybe we plan a vacation in January. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, sometimes you know, I actually made the opposite decision last year, right? I actually went to Oregon with Christina. There's this period of time where all of the drummers actually leave town, so there's a lot of work open up, and so that means I get about two to three weeks of like straight work, which is awesome, right? Sure. But we were gonna be gone for about a week. And so there was a lot of work that, I missed about a week of work. And I was like, mm, you know, that's a lot of work. That's like, it was a lot. And I decided, you know, and now that I look back on it, 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 was, it was nothing at all, you know what I mean? And so that's definitely a big thing to consider. Sometimes the dollars, like it, like you li- your face literally turns into dollar. You know, like in cartoons, <laughs> when their their eyes turn into dollar signs. 100%. That's what kind of kind of turns into sometimes, like being in entertainment and gig work. And whenever you get involved with a relationship, you start thinking about like time, and you literally start thinking about time and money. Yes. And it's like, you know, it's not all about that, man. And I'm I'm seeing that more and more. You know, I'm I'm definitely one of the younger performers in town, and I'm learning a lot about that. But you know. Uh, yeah, that's definitely a huge challenge. I guess uh, uh, to kind of sum that up and kind of put that in a general picture, the biggest challenge is definitely time and money and then your loved ones, you know, and trying to really understand where the value lies. And, of course, the obvious answer is definitely spending time with your loved ones. That's, like, that's so important. Do you want to weigh, on, weigh in on this, Sharon? Please, yes. Well, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think Sage and I, we've been together now. We just celebrated seven years that we've been together. Mm-hmm. And that's there have been, like, ebbs and flows with that. There are times sure. when we, like, laugh because we're, like, we're two ships in the night where we'll literally, like... We'll call each other red ship and green ship. Yeah, and we're like, what? hey, red ship, like, I love you. Just get to see you for two seconds. But I think we found a really nice balance in... Yep. Choosing time, and we like put it on our calendar. 
I mean, we literally all take our calendar. We have, we've actually gotten to the point where we have like a physical, we've gotten back to like an actual book calendar that we keep like out in our house. We have calendars on our phone for our personal stuff, but like for us, we have our own calendar that sits on our kitchen table, like old style and we like write in it. And the big heart goes on the day of the week that we're going to spend together. And I'm not going to say there haven't been times when Sage will call me and be like, listen, we got offered this band gig and do you want to do it? Or, or I got offered this gig or I'll get a call and I'll be like, listen, I have this opportunity to make this money. And I'm not going to say there aren't times when we give up on that day, but for the most part, when we choose a day, we try to choose a day that it's the whole day. Yeah. I like to have like from morning Mm -hmm. until the next day. I, I would rather have a whole day than have Half a day. Half a day. Like yeah, all the time. Have the whole I love day having sure. a whole day. It doesn't, yeah. And when we pick that day, it's usually set in stone. Yeah. Like, nope, that's our day. Tuesday, like, we're doing together. Like, I don't know what we're going to do, but we're just going to be together all day, so don't take anything on Tuesday. Yeah. And it sounds and, funny to be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, like, we'll, we'll pencil each other in. But, like, it's like, it's you not just have that. to. And that's what you because have we don't to work do. from right. 9 to 5 Monday through Friday and have Saturday and Sunday off. So yeah, not work we like make our all. own weekends. Like, yep. but, yeah. but we do that because... For me, my love language is quality time and physical touch. And yeah. Sage is the same. same way. We have the same. It's like all we of have us. The that same is. love <laughs> languages. <laughs> Literally, kind of. Mine is. Mine was. What was? What did you say? Mine well, was. Yours is physical, physical touch, touch and quality time, but no, the opposite direction. Physical touch, words of affirmation, and yes, quality. Of course. I mean, words of affirmation. Mine was. Sage mine really was, likes compliments. Mine obviously, was pet we me know and that. Call me pretty, and we'll be good to go. <laughs> it's, it's true. Call it's you true. Pretty. That's hilarious. Me and Christina are the same. By the way, spend time touching me. Can't relate. We, yeah, we're the same, by the way. Uh, we, we, but we don't share a physical calendar. We share Google Calendar. The old Google. Yeah, you can actually, if nobody knows this, for anybody that's actually in a couple, you can share calendars with your uh, yes. significant other. And yes. it'll show all up in the same spot. It's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. And so we just, we just keep a calendar. Something we actually do together, we actually do obstacle course races, like Spartan races. I it's know. so cool that you guys race do that. And savage awesome. races. Nice. And we always plan ahead in time, and then we always you know, clear that day, and we spend time. Not just with us, actually with our friends, too. That's really cool. It's, That's really, really, it's cool. really quite nice. And actually, just before this podcast started, I passed off uh, a gig to another drummer to clear that day up. Nice. Because, there you know. You go. Yeah. You got to do the thing. That was, uh, I could have made money that day, but it, I think it's way better to get dirty and uh, get covered in mud with friends yeah. absolutely you so. got to <laughs> they do obstacle courses we binge watch the bachelor i mean there you potato, go potato. <laughs> yeah potato potato I love. um it's frequently said that dating in the entertainment industry is hard uh, especially if both performers are going for the same things like in la la land this is the ultimate challenge for the main characters love or career do you think this is legitimate why or why not i just want to say i've never seen la la land so um, I'm a little bit in the movie. They dry. decide between love or career, and that's kind of all. That's, you that's basically to, it. No, how yeah. how difficult? Like, you know, yeah, I guess that. yeah. That's a great question. It's a really great question. I think it's a matter of finding somebody who's compatible with you and with your dreams and aspirations. I mean, I think if one person really wants to go like be in the movies, and that's the one thing they really want to do is like be in the movies, and the other person wants to have a family and live in, I don't know, in Orlando, let's say, and like have a like more settled life. I don't know if those two people would would be compatible. I I don't know, but I know finding somebody who's like on track with what you want, and it doesn't have to be the same thing. Like Sage and I want different things. We have respect for what each other wants and we will 
find a way to find a way middle. to make that happen. Yeah. That's and that's exactly the thing. I think if you're so far off track, mm-hmm. it won't work. Mm-hmm. And then I also think maybe like you're saying, if it's if it's like competitive, it also might not work. Well, and that's I why just, that's why I hated fun. that movie because it was it, it, it like it made it like like black or white. You can either have one or the other. Right. You can't uh, have both. Uh, and I've always right. said and like you know I've always and I've gotten into conversations even with my family about it. You know like you can either have one or the other and like and I and I totally disagree with that. And I think uh, it is possible because there are people that do it every day and that it is like possible. Like a million people that we know. It is yeah. possible. And not even not even just being in Orlando even if you were, you know, even if you know that's why I, that's why I always I'm the one to put that addendum onto the why we're here about using it as a base because a million people use Orlando as a base they have uh, Orlando as an as a base for their family but they travel all over the world and perform and that's and that's how they they make their livelihood and it's that's everything that you could want yeah we have friends who are in an acapella group that is a really like world renowned acapella group right now that they're like went to Japan and in LA and then, you know, their, their partner is here or, or like taking um, a possible opportunity in Europe. And I think as long as you're on the same path and you are understanding and respectful of each other's goals and wishes, there's just, there's just no reason that you can't make it work. But there is that moment where you say, Hey, well, you have to talk about it. You have to talk about yeah. it. I'm and there not, will I'm be moments that somebody, and there, and there will be it. moments that you have to compromise. Like as a human being, that is something that has to happen. You have to make compromises with what you're comfortable with, I think, to be in this industry and to be able to support each other's goals and dreams. But, like, in every relationship, you have to compromise, right? Yeah, like, it doesn't matter what you're doing. about fundamental things that just have to do with relationships. Oh, That's sure. what I mean. I'm sure. like, but every relationship, there's compromise, yeah. no matter what. So I don't know why it would be different in the energy But I, I do think it is, it is more prevalent in the, not to say that... <laughs> I'm not putting the entertainment industry above anything anything else, but I, I mean, like, there's a certain level of communication you have to maintain in the entertainment industry just because of of the travel and even even the shows that we do where there are romantic leads and yes. romantic opposites. There's a level of communication you have to have with your spouse or your partner or your boyfriend or whoever um, that, you know, you could very well leave them in the dark for like months on end and and you have to have that communication it's one Mm -hmm. thing it's a different thing to be maybe a lawyer I keep saying lawyer and like yeah I'm going to (laughs) Chicago there are other careers out there right there's doctors (laughs) there's a a hand (laughs) masseuse those are the only two lawyer doctors and actors that's it like yeah I'm going to Chicago for a week for a business retreat that's one thing but to be gone you know like I'm going on a cruise I'm going on a cruise for seven days um and I'm performing twice out of those seven days. We'll see you in a bit. You know, like there's there's a level there's a level of and it's just like so fun to be the person left back here when that kind of thing happens. Oh, like, it's I bet. Just so fun. <laughs> you so fun. yeah, <laughs> definitely a high point for me in the relationship. Yeah, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think guys? I would agree. The same thing. Just going off of that, um, just like you said, compromise. But at the same time, it's like you respect respecting each other's what you want what you, they want to do with their lives and just kind of seeing seeing how you can make it work right? I, hope how, a, I hope anybody's doing this in any relationship anywhere right 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 so. <laughs> um yeah like i don't think you have to choose um i think you can respectfully decide if you guys are compatible or not it's you know and if you if you are if you really do think this could work and you could have a good thing together then you see what you can make it work. You give it time. 
yeah. give it time to mull over and think of things in a new way that you didn't think you could think of. Um, and then you'd be surprised at how much you could be like, I actually enjoy this. Right. Um, so yeah, just give it time and communication. Yeah. From the outside world, it actually, uh, if, I, if I had to put myself in the shoes of somebody from the outside world, there's two things. First, um, the, uh, a lot of people, I wouldn't say a lot of people, but it, it, it's very clear that relationships are a big thing in the entertainment industry, especially when you get higher up into celebrity status. Sure. Right. And it, it, it does, it's, it's pretty clear that whenever things go wrong in a relationship amongst uh, people uh, in high profile entertainment positions, that those are things that everybody knows about. So that seems to be at the forefront of a lot of people's minds. So your question about whether it's a legit thing or not, I just want to make sure it's clear that if we try to, I'm really glad we're having this conversation because it kind of grounds a lot of um, the entertainment industry into reality that we are real people right, with real emotions For and real. that the, what we portray out on um, the stage or in a show isn't the person who we are when we're off stage. And sometimes that kind of blends in together when, you, um, when you're looking at it from the outside world into the entertainment industry. And so it's it's really it's really um, I think it's really important to understand that that is that is not the case. And as far as who we are, again, like I said, we're real people with real emotions. And if anything, to, for lack of a better way to put it, you know, we're normal people. You know, we have some unique demands that we have to meet as we've talked about it. But especially, it, it's you know, just because we're out there in front of a bunch of people doesn't mean we. Don't, don't feel things like other people feel. Yeah, I just wanted to. I just wanted to make that clear. Sure, just sure, sure. Because it's. I think that's something like we all like we think about like uh, kind of, not slightly, uh, the kind of a whole like looking up to or idolizing people. Right. You know, and it's like this is what it is, and you know, as performance goes, you're trying to make a clear cut picture, and you know, of course, we're not perfect people, but when you're making a show, you're trying to make it perfect, and it's kind of like. Uh, a bigger, a greater, sometimes like big, uh, more than human type of productions, or you can get to that complete opposite. But I, either side, that's that's kind of like what we ha tend to do, just normally as people, even us when we look at people we idolize. Totally. And so that's that's kind of how the viewpoint, and that's why I think that kind of whole um, the idea comes from as far as dating doesn't work in the entertainment industry because all we've seen is the failures in the entertainment industry, especially when you think about the celebrities who've gone through divorces and like, I don't know, Tiger Woods' wife <laughs> beating his car with a golf club and things like that. And, right. and, and it's just like, no, that's not the case, <laughs> man. There, like the, Bad things do happen, but it can all be worked out. And especially sure. you guys talked about community. We talked about all the foundational things that happen in relationships, that needs to happen in relationships. Yeah. And it just like seems like people forget that that also applies to us too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Everybody has feelings except for me. I'm numb inside, but everybody else has feelings. Okay. So except right. for yeah, except for Sage. Big to say. I mean, people look at you and they're like, "That's Sage Starkey. He's a celebrity. Like he does no wrong." And I'm like, "If you want a list of flaws, like go on the Instagram. <laughs> I'm about to do an Instagram takeover and I'll list them yes, out because we are flawed he is, individuals. Flawed individuals and proud of it because that's what makes us human. But I like this next question that Christina came up with because oh. it's kind of cute. It's, it's kind of fitting cute. for Valentine's Day. Another question, Day. less yeah. serious. Yeah. Talking less, about. Less serious yes so what is your favorite thing your favorite gig or role that your partner does that you think they are the best at 
and what oh, what specifically do you think they are really really good at as listen far as performing? if you've never heard my husband deliver a comedic song well first of all he sings like an angel like such a good singer but then sage like we we do theme park work which is amazing and we get to do band work which is awesome but like Sage's heart lays, lies in theater. So to get to see him work out specifically a comedic song with like full beats and see him work through that is just like, I just think it's the coolest thing ever. I just, there was a time when we first started dating. Oh, yeah. When I'll, he I'll was, never forget this. Yeah, he was doing a, a song for, was it Jester Theater? It was Jester Theater. The song was To Excess by Kuman and Diamond. And it's basically about, um, I, uh, I, Basically, I'm a stalker, and I and I and I confess my love to this person, and it's this really romantic song. But everything that I'm saying is like, yeah. And I, uh, even though I rubbed your grandma's panties in my face, I love you. What? But, but the, the but the song is very romantic. But the words that I'm saying are are, are very creepy. So Perfect. It's just brilliantly written, and it's the, so yeah, it's the kind of song Christina that like <laughs> on the 14th. Yeah. It's the kind of song that just like would be difficult to deliver. There are a lot of beats and moments to work out. And if you're an actor, you can recognize those beats and moments. And I just like sat back and watched him sing the song. And he came to me afterwards and I was like, I just like, I just think you're amazing. And I, I am Ooh. not, I, I'm an actress and, and I'm a singer. And, and But there's something about delivering a comedic song in the way that he can de deliver it that is just like, it's, it's brilliant. It's absolutely brilliant. So my favorite thing Great is to watch my husband space. work through true acting beats and sing through a specifically a comedic song. He's nice. He's just really good at it. I'm going to let you all know now, though, that Sage actually is not numb inside. I watched him make a face <laughs> like a little, he, uh, after you know, Shannon yeah, said all that. My, that was one of my favorite moments when she, when she said that. That was very nice. I'll let you just couple and go next. You guys go next. You're looking at me uh, like I should Okay, go. no. Oh, my favorite. Okay. Oh. My favorite oh. is the one that I originally saw him in and I was like, Oh, he is, he is my, t my, my guy. Um, he was in, he's drumming in Beat Builders, and he was just having the best time, it looked like. It looked like he was just having the best time, and he had this big old childlike smile. And he does that with every role he does, but specifically Beat Builders, he's just having the best time with his friends. Mm -hmm. And it translates so well. The joy on your face when you're drumming is the cutest thing in the world. And you're so good with people. Like, you just look at everybody in the audience and you really feel like he's connecting with everybody from the grandma to the kid. And I'm just like, I'm just, I'm just so amazed by the joy that you, that you bring when you're, when you're drumming. It's so evident. Thank you. Yeah. She loves him. Should also, so what's the Beat Builder show? The Beat Builder show is a <laughs> show at uh, Universal. Um, and everyone in the show is a construction worker, and then it turns into like a pop-up drumming show. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and they, they're drumming on construction pieces and scaffolding, and yeah, it's quite fun. I did that so you can kind of like, kind of pseudo shout out Beat Builders there. Also, oh yeah, so shout out to can, Beat Builders. Also so people you know were, who Beat Builders is. You were really subtle. Oh, was we, like super subtle. Oh, yeah, yeah, we've we'll talked about Beat Builders an uncomfortable oh, yeah, amount okay. of times on this show. Everybody knows what oh, Beat Builders yeah. is, got oh, yeah. it. Wonderful. Super fun show. I'll go. Um, uh, mine's not like a, a specific skill, which was very sweet. Uh, mine was, um, I guess, like the only time I've like physically cried. Um, ever in your life. Wait. Ever. Is there anything other than physically crying? 
crying? Like, no, just during, like, watching <laughs> watching Shannon perform. Uh, um, so recently she got a chance, uh, and again, this was, this was again, St. Luke's, um, St. Luke's Theater, um, and she got a chance to do Mary Poppins uh, as Mary Poppins, uh, which was super cool. And, well, one, it is... Um, uh, one, it's a dream for her, uh, just because once um, she kind of grows up in the, she grew up in the Disney arena because she's been working there for ten years, and she, uh, uh, you know, Julie Andrews is one of her idols, and all these kind of things. But um, uh, you know, she also has this way because of what her day job is uh, at Disney. She has this way with kids, so. Um, it was this really like it was this really really interesting um, Mary Poppins that was nobody else's Mary Poppins. It was just like her. It was her. It was Mary Poppins, but it was Shannon's take on Mary Poppins and uh, like and just the vocals and uh, I think that it was at the end of um, anything can happen if you let it and they they lift her up and she's like singing like a high C or some nonsense <laughs> and like the stars come out and I'm just like <laughs> I'm so proud oh. that was me making a crying face um, but yeah yeah that is um, uh, she's, she's a very talented um, musical theater performer because this is one of the things that she prides herself on um, that I that, that again, she's very sweet about my beats. But what what she does is when she learn when she learns a song, she literally she takes the lyrics and then she like actually like she like uh, depicts each line and like what like what her moment is and that. And and I'm a I'm a did somebody say wing it kind of person? <laughs> um, but she really she ha. really she really lives in that, ha, ha, ha. lives in that moment as as whatever she's doing in uh, shows. And Mary Poppins is one of the coolest thing I've ever seen her do, so it was great. Thanks, babe. Oh. Mary Poppins as Mary Poppins. Mary Poppins as Mary nice Poppins. Nice, man. Yeah. That's pretty cool. I like the lyrics part about that. The whole, that's, like, so uh, methodical. Yeah, I just like to so work methodical. out. Yeah, I think it's that's important really as an cool. actor to work no, no, out yeah. your intention and really do your homework. Oh, so yeah. you know what you're saying. I mean, mm-hmm. come on. you got to know what you're saying when you're acting. <laughs> All right, so it's my turn. Um, so it's what's my favorite thing that you do, that my partner does, right? My favorite thing that Christina Hernandez does is voiceover. V-O. Um, uh, have you all talked about Christina and her ability to do voiceover Not at yet. all? Yeah, we have what? to talk about it. All right, that's fine. I mean, you can hear her voice uh, in, like, every podcast episode. You this see. is basically a voiceover. So. Yeah, and, you know, <laughs> she's got a fantastic voice. And little did you know, she can actually characterize it in um, a variety of different ways, like tons, like probably over uh, 20. I haven't counted, but I'm pretty sure there's lots of different voices, accents, impressions, whatever words you can use to describe somebody changing their voice. That's what you can do with it. And I think that's really cool. And, um, yeah, I mean, she just started voiceover uh, second half of last year. She's picking it back up again. And it's really cool to hear about her getting voiceover gigs. Uh, you know, like doing characters in a show or um, even doing, you know, the <laughs> just the announcer. Like when you go into the airport and you hear some announcer automated uh, machine going on. Yeah, that's voiceover and people get recorded for that. And that's what she does. I think it's so cool. She's uh, The first time I heard her voiceover reel. It blew me away. I was like, there's like, 
I'm pretty sure. I don't, do you know how many voices you did in that voiceover reel? I think both like of them? Ten. Ten of them? Ten and both of them? And yeah. both of your voiceover reels? Okay, ten voices. It's great. And I'm going to plug her right. I'm going to shamelessly plug my girlfriend <laughs> in, in her own podcast. Uh, yeah, she uh, she does voiceover, and if you need her for voiceover, get her, because <laughs> she does great stuff. She does great work. She's got a great voice. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's uh, that's what I really like. I like all the voices, and she's always constantly. I, I spend a lot of time with her, and she's always constantly doing uh, impressions, different accents all the time, and it's really cool to hear all that stuff. Because I know I can't do that kind of stuff. It takes talent. And it's definitely very <laughs> talented. And yeah, she's got just she's just got like a, a just a, you know, it's like a good voice. It just like works. Like, my voice, you can hear on this podcast, you're going to be like, who's this guy talking? Yeah, that's me. And her, <laughs> that's not the same. So I'm saying, yeah, I'm just like, I'm going off about it, but I really like the fact that she does voiceover. And, uh, you know, it's 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 good. So keep up with the... They're giving each other a thumbs up. Thumbs up. Yeah, we're doing a voiceover. Um, yeah, the thumbs up. So real, obviously, I'm, that was very cute, and everybody is throwing up. Um, <laughs> but uh, real quick, before we move on just real to the next topic like we'll talk about because I, I do want to get a chance to talk about why or about Orlando and this very because we've talked about dating in the industry like and stuff I just want everybody to go around and say one word uh, someone who is uh, dating in the entertainment industry what is one word that you would tell them that is important for their for relationship to be successful that is not sex <laughs> about to give you the cliche answer oh wait I'm talking that's it. one it's one word no, no no just say one word it's fine Honesty. I was going to say trust, which is, it's not the same, but yeah, trust. Oh, okay. Dang. I was hoping you were going to say the, like, the obvious one. The obvious one was communication, um, but, but we all, we just talked about that, so I'll choose a different one. The, the well, no, that, that's a good one. I know, I know, but we, were, we talked about it a lot today, but I, I, the word I was going to say was confidence. Patience. Boom. Yeah. That's a good one. Definitely. Patience. I, I have to have a lot of that. In my Doctors have a lot of I'm patience. <laughs> Obviously, we haven't uh, had a chance to really ch- uh, talk with you guys, which is what this whole um, podcast is about, which is O-Town, Orlando, um, and the entertainment world there. Uh, obviously, you guys are both deep in the trenches of that. Um, just can you guys tell me what the Orlando entertainment community means to you and maybe why you're still here? Quality of life, an opportunity to do what you love as much as possible. Yeah. Yeah. That exactly that. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. I'll take I'll take her answer. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, I agree. You're right. Quality of life. I think the coolest thing is to be able to have the kind of life that you that you want. You can really build any kind of life that you want in Orlando. If you want to have a family and have a house and also perform, you can do that. If you just want to kill it and perform and perform and perform, you can do that too. If you want to make this your base and go and audition and go be on cruise ships or on a tour or go audition in New York or try to go be bi-coastal, I think there's just the world of opportunity here. I mean, it's, it's just the best place. You can be a performer and also drive to Target and watch The Bachelor at night and go have right. nice dinners or I don't know. I just, I think you can have it, you can have your cake and eat it too if you live in Orlando as a performer. And there really aren't other places that, I, I shouldn't say there aren't other places because we've been to a lot of places that have a lot of opportunity for entertainment, but I think Orlando is, has the most opportunity. 
for that. All right, so everybody here is either an actor or a singer. I am not. I am a musician. Specifically, I'm a drummer. And even more specifically, I do rudimental percussion and a lot of percussion that is not necessarily what you would first think of, which is drum set in a band. And that's not my strongest suit. So as far as what this community means to me, it offers an extremely niche drumming market and community that isn't offered anywhere else in the world except literally a handful of places that I can count on one hand. So that's what uh, that's what the Orlando community means to me. Along with that, also being able to meet people like my girlfriend Christina Hernandez is absolutely amazing. So now, yeah, what the Orlando community means to me, it's great. Um, as far as I, I would have never, I'm serious, I would have never thought even. Let's see, I came here in May 2014. I would have never thought even one day before then that I would have somebody would give me money. To hit something with a drumstick, to put it simply, I would, I would never. That was never a, uh, a realization, and that's something that the Orlando community offers, and that's what it means to me. I don't even know if that's ans- answering the question because you're asking yeah. what it means to no, me. No, that's great. But yeah, uh, yeah it's, it's extremely important, and uh, that's really cool. And y- you know, all the people are cool, man. Like I, I've enjoyed it. I meet other people. They're like, I hate Orlando. I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about, man. You gotta, you gotta move those jaded glasses or something. Well, it's the cool reason place. people hate Orlando is because they, uh, they're afraid of the hustle, and they, you know, it's, it's the Orlando. <laughs> or they can't stand the heat. Nobody hates Orlando. Well, no, but that's, that's, I mean, that's valid. Some, like, again, Orlando is just like any other entertainment hub, where like if you're not making the moves, to like, you know, go out to a, go out and audition, and yeah. like nothing will ever be handed to you, and right, and the people that are sitting around waiting for things to be handed to them are the people that hate Orlando. And um, which is just, you know, which is like I could sit in New York and be like, I'm not getting any jobs. I hate New York. It's I'm not sh- being shady on anybody. It's just that's just yeah. that's why yeah. people. Yeah. But that's good. Yeah. Oh, the, somebody said it already. Right. All the opportunity to build the life that you want. That's yeah. what I saw yeah. when I actually moved away from Clarksville, Tennessee to here in May 2014. I was like, I'm just going to go do something else somewhere else. And I did. Somehow, but I'm here now on this podcast talking about me being a professional musician in Orlando, Florida. So that's, I'm like having flashbacks right now. Live the dream. Live the dream. Yeah. I don't want to uh, end end with this question, so we'll end with a different question. But um, you didn't answer. Oh, I don't need to answer people. I've talked about it enough. Um, (laughs) uh, But is is there something about, you know, the entertainment, you know, Orlando world that you guys just kind of want to talk about while you guys have the platform before we ask our final question? Is there something that you guys are like, you know what, this is really important to me in Orlando or the entertainment industry, and and I I haven't had a chance to talk about it because I haven't had the platform, but uh, this is your opportunity if you have something like that. Honestly? Oh, sorry. Oh, no, I was going to ask, like, this is really important, like whatever is important to us in Orlando. What just like something that's important to you about the entertainment industry or Orlando or both that you really haven't had the platform to talk to people about, but now you have the platform with that mic sitting in front of you. So what would, what what is really important to you that you just kind of want to talk about real quick? Oh, okay. Well, let Christina go because she was about to say something. Go ahead, Christina. Um, I was gonna say that I think what's really cool, um, about Orlando is the fact that you can. You can work with people, and then if you want to go for something, 
There are other people who have done that and they can tell you what it takes to go for the thing you want to go for. I think that's pretty rare in a lot of places because there's so many things that are transient and like that film happened, but it's over. That show happened, but now it's over. But like there are people here who have gone through all these shows or like done all these things that they can tell you what you need to be successful for that thing. Oh yeah. And you can, everybody here is like a resource and you can be a resource for somebody else because Mm -hmm. there are shows that are still around. Sure. And then people can tell you about it and then you can try for it and try for it and try for it. And then the seventh time you might get it. Sure. Um, I think that's really cool that there's like just a ton of resources within people. So to sum that up in one, one little sentence. uh, So Christina's, I guess, the thing that you really want to talk about the most and make sure people understand is that the thing about Orlando is ask for help. Yes. Because I, because you'll get it. I think that's a great way to put it. Yeah. Well, good thing you got this podcast, right? Right. Amen. I got something that I always like to tell people, Go especially ahead. whenever they're asking about things. Go for it. Um, first off, I want uh, you guys had an auditions podcast, right? Talk about auditions. Uh, no, you didn't. No, not yet. Did. No, that but that All is right. on the docket. So there's going to be another podcast. I'm I'm saying this right. I don't even run this podcast. I'm almost positive there's going to be another. There's going to be a podcast episode about auditions. There but I'm going to preface it right now by telling you that it, to get any kind of entertainment industry uh, spot, there's going to be some sort of audition, whether it's a, fi- a formal or not formal. And the informal one has to do with you know being a cool person and not being being an asshole or anything. But as far as auditions go, they will always be scary. There will, there's there's nobody going into audition being like, you know what, man, I'm totally not nervous right now. You know, you know, maybe you can get it down to a level where you're about like five percent nervous and anxious. But like everybody's always anxious about and nervous about the auditions. The second part about auditions, especially if you're, you know, getting into it for the first time, your first auditions are going to be absolutely terrible. They're <laughs> not going to be good. Uh, um and it's 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 really important to understand that um, just doing it is the most important part about auditioning for anything. You have to do it, like regardless of whether you think you're ready or not. Getting doing auditions is what's going to prepare you for auditions. Aside from the obvious things, right? Like if you go into an audition and you have to prepare a side or a monologue, <laughs> and you don't have one, that's that's obvious. But as far as actual auditions, that's a, that's a that's a skill that you can build. It's its own thing, and auditions. They will be bad, and you, regardless of how good you get at them, you will continue. You will have bad auditions, and you can, and you have to do them to get better at them, to minimize that, and so you can display yourself in the best possible way. But you first have to do it. So, that I, wall. I do want to. I do want to piggyback on that, and just from a, coming from a director and like a choreographer point uh, 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 point of view, um, the third part about auditioning is that everybody should always remember that the people behind the table watching you audition, they want you to succeed. Oh yeah. So so even though you may be terrified, don't you know, no one is in there to actually like <laughs> make fun of you or or, you know, but they're they are there because they want you they want you to be so good that they want you in their show. So they want you to succeed. So y- you may be terrible your first couple auditions. You may be super nervous, but know that no one is there for bad reasons. They are there to watch you flourish even if they have a poker face even if all of them look like they're not happy they're there they're looking at you you're the only one but just understand it's going to be bad even if (laughs) you think it's kind of good whatever if it happens so seriously whatever it happens what even if you go in and do good at least it's so important to understand that you need to be okay with failing in your auditions it's so important because that's the reason people don't go to auditions 
So yeah. you have to understand that you have to be okay with a bad audition. You have to okay with be okay with the fact that you don't know how to audition if it's your first or second audition. So you have to go in there and figure out how to do it. And you're probably not, it's most, there's a high chance that it's not going to be good. Failure so, is the key to success. It's so important. Yeah. Just please, the next time somebody tells you to do an audition, you see an opportunity to do it, and you, the first thing you think about is a bunch of excuses why you shouldn't do it, or you have work or they, that day or something, and there's no way for you to get off. Or Every excuse that you can think of, If you, can, you need to work even harder to try and overcome that and just do it anyway. Stop That's, yelling at me. I know. This is, I just feel really strongly about this because no, we've all fine. talked to so many people about, you know, outside of the entertainment industry and how they want to do it. And you're like, cool. And then you literally, maybe you're in contact with them and you tell them about an upcoming audition or you tell them about something. And the, the I mean, I'm sure all of us, the, 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 the ratio of people who actually do the thing versus not, it's really, it's really uh, one-sided, right? Most people just don't do it of course. because they're too scared to do it. So that's uh, so I know there's going to be an auditions podcast episode, but this is the thing I really want. You yeah. know, you asked no, yeah. me. So, so Jason's, Jason's <laughs> big thing that he wants everybody to know is go out and just do the thing. Go out and do the thing. I love that. Regardless of how scared you are. Yeah. Just do it. Just do it. Go ahead, Shannon. Mine's short and sweet, and it kind of goes off of something that you started to say, but I, I like just be cool to work with. Be kind. That's the like other be audition, by the way. Kind that is, and be it really is. Be kind and be cool times. to work with because your reputation precedes you everywhere you go and with everything you do. I'll tell you, like, if someone's like, Do you know a good singer? I'm like, I know a good singer and, and like I'm not gonna recommend somebody who is tough to work with. I'm gonna recommend no. somebody who is a good singer and also is cool to work with because we have a lot of very talented people in Orlando. Yeah. But being a like being a kind person, being a good person, like being a good hang and doing your work, like those are the kinds of things that that's what people are looking for and you will get recommended and you will get to do more and more and more if you're just not shady <laughs> and you just come in and be cool and yeah. kind, you know? And we all have bad days and we all have moments where like, you know, we're struggling through something and you're coming into a gig and maybe it's not your most talkative day or maybe it's early in the morning, you're not a morning person and, and that's fine. But I'm, I just, your reputation does precede you everywhere you go. People have heard of you if you've mm -hmm. been around here for any amount of time and they've heard good things or bad things and it's always, uh, it's just best to put your best foot forward as a human being. Yeah. So just to wrap this up um, for our little Valentine's <laughs> Day episode, Always remember, ask for help. Uh, if you're at an audition, you may be terrified. Just freaking do it. And while you're doing it, just be cool. Be a professional. And always remember, performers have feelings too. Thank you so much for listening to our Valentine's Day episode. Uh, thank you, Shannon, and thank you, Jason, for being here with us and sharing your expertise as well as your lovely things that you said about each of us. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Just me and Sage are just like, oh. Right. Well, it's funny. We, 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 we've always talked about, like, are we going to have them on sooner? We're like, no, 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 no. We should save them for save Valentine's them for Valentine's. Day. And it's here. It's crazy. We started in August, mm -hmm. and now it's February. Well, happy, what is it? What is this? Our 15th, 16th episode. I have a lost count, but yeah. still pretty amazing that we're here. Um, yeah, but again, thank you both for being here and being all weird and lovey-dovey and uh, hope you guys get laid later. So. <laughs> Do you guys want to plug your um, <laughs> social medias? 
Yeah, I'm on no. Instagram. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm the Shannon Starkey on Instagram, and I'm on Facebook as Shannon Starkey, and my band is uh, Sound Up Band, and you should follow us on social media because it's about to blow up. Yeah, Their yeah. band is incredible. Thank you. Oh, Christina came out for my birthday, which was the other day, and uh, and thank you, Christina Jason, for coming out. Um, but uh, yeah, you, well, we'll plug the band since you're here, and you're, we yeah, can talk let's about plug it. The band. It's uh, Instagram is Sound Up underscore Party Band on Insta, and it's uh, on Facebook. It's at Sound Up Party Band. So yeah, go check it out. Thanks for plugging our band. Not to mention, Shannon and Sage will be singing. I think they said that, but I'm saying that again because <laughs> they're going to be singing and they're good at it. That's true. Yeah. I'm, I saw it with my own eyes. Thanks, Jason. Yeah. Um, seriously, guys, again, thank you so much. Uh, once again, if you want to reach out to us uh, uh, directly, you can obviously uh, reach us directly at otowndreamers at gmail.com. You can find us on Instagram at otowndreamers and on Facebook at o-towndreamers. We said this in the beginning, but in case you're still here, that's where it is. Go check us out right now. Happy Valentine's Day, everyone. We cannot wait to be with you guys in two weeks. And always remember, we, we dream, dream for a living. living. Peace. We love you. This is the night, and the heavens are right on this lovely Stay tuned after our main presentation for a special bonus feature. This next little segment is called Where at Disney is My Valentine. All right, so this is basically uh, 20 questions. All right, so you're going to choose a specific destination somewhere at Walt Disney World. We've all, we all work at Walt Disney World, uh, so we should be very familiar with it. Uh, now, it can be uh, in a park, a resort, transportation, restaurant. Disney Spring is your choice. Um, be specific. Everyone else will have about 20 questions to figure out where you are. It's like hide and seek, but mentally. Does that make sense? Yes. Yeah, dog. All right. Got you, man. So we got, so you have about, uh, does everybody have a place? Yeah. Got yeah. it. Hold on, hold on. I See, <laughs> you want to you wanna say, I work at Disney, but you're just like, yo, we all know Disney. You know who doesn't know Disney? This guy. It's okay, but do do what you know. All right, I'll do what I know. Let me think. I'm thinking about a place. I got you. I'm done. Just We're good. Don't do not do it in a place that you work. No, it's not a place that I work. Okay, okay, cool, cool, cool. All right. Uh, all right. Um, <laughs> who, uh, who wants to start? I'll start. <laughs> Come on, I'm ready Jason. to go. I picked the place, so we're going to go. All right, let's go. All right, Christine, ask the first question. All right. Are you at Epcot? No. Uh, are you at a theme park? No. Are you in a resort? Yeah. A. Are you at a place where you consume food or drink? Yep. Okay, a restaurant and a resort. Are you in a deluxe resort? This is a... Deluxe meaning a super expensive resort. I don't know if this is a super expensive resort or not. Okay, are you you in a resort... Is this kind of another question? No, 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 I'm changing my question because you couldn't answer mine. Uh, Are you in a resort... Uh, uh, in the Magic Kingdom monorail loop? No. There are other resorts outside of that loop, believe it or not. I'm just talking to you. (laughs) Are you in the Swan and Dolphin? No. Are you a highly themed resort? Yes, it is themed. Highly themed? Yeah, like specifically. All of them are highly themed. What do you mean? Except, yeah, yeah, all of them are highly themed. 
Okay, but he's, he's in a restaurant and that highly themed. Is that a restaurant highly themed? No, 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 no. I'm, oh. no, I'm just saying that you're the in The resort a is definitely, I mean, all of them are highly themed, so yes. Okay. Are there giraffes outside your window? There are not giraffes <laughs> outside. I'm just, no. I, I tried. Uh, so it appears that I is am there not a the campground near this resort? Is there a campground near the resort? No, there's not a campground okay. near this resort. Man, um, is it? Uh, did you skip Christina? Oh, I did. I did. I did. Sorry. He's like so excited. Sorry, I was. Um, are you? Um, I wasn't trying to beat you guys. Are you the, Coronado Springs? No. Are you at a like at a brand like at a brand new resort? No. Okay. Are, are you there, at Saratoga? No. I didn't think it was going to stump no. you guys. Are you Old Key West? Yes. Uh, oh. I know nothing about Old Key West. That's what it is. Are you... Is Old Key West <laughs> the one with the Whispering... No, Whispering know. Canyon? It's definitely Fort Wilderness. Fort Wilderness. Is that Fort Wilderness? I've never been. I don't remember. Um, what's a, What restaurant is at Old Key West? Nice. I like this. <laughs> I like where we're at right now. This is good. I had no did idea. You know, do you know anything about Old Key West, Christina? Yeah, I just know they sell beignets. But you don't know. <sighs> yes. Is it that? Is it that ice cream parlor? No. Oh. I'm sorry. That there's was... an ice cream parlor at Old Key West. No, I, mean, I don't know. That, I think that's uh, I think that's Yacht at, and Beach. That's Yacht and Beach Club. Sorry. Sure. Beaches and cream. That's the one. Um, I Are you looking up right now? He Are you is. looking well, up? Is I don't this, know. Is this fair? I don't. Of course, it's fair. I don't know any restaurants. Big not fair. I don't know not any restaurants he, at okay, Old Okay, I'm gonna Key let you guys West. know right now that Sage Starkey is here googling. I am, no, I am the restaurants I don't at know Olivia. Any old, it doesn't matter. It's not. <gasps> oh, I gave it away. <laughs> it's literally on the top one of your Google. I gave it away. <laughs> How do you know Olivia so well? How do I know Olivia so it, well? Yeah. Why? Because I've eaten breakfast there, and they have one of the best breakfasts at uh, Disney World. By the way, who, anybody who wants to get breakfast at Disney World, Olivia's is the place. They have banana bread French toast. That's amazing. Thank you very much. Okay. okay. I end my... I gave it away. I didn't even mean to. Because you were over here. I'm making a big case about you Googling. And you would have said it anyway, because it the popped first up right away. Yeah, yeah I, like, I, had no, I know nothing about old Key West. I like crazy. It's pretty nice over there. It's it's really low key. It's like really they um it's so like all of them are West. highly themed, right? So that's uh if anybody's been to old key or key west at all, it's like uh a lot smaller, a lot smaller uh places. Uh the buildings are much smaller. It's just very kind of I don't know, homey. I don't know. It's it's cool. really nice. Old Key West is great. I'm into it. Uh, Shannon, go ahead. All right. Uh all right, all right. Go go <laughs> got go, it. Go hide. She's hiding right now. She's hiding. All right, uh, Jason, you start. All right, um, are you at a theme park? Yes. Uh, are you at Magic Kingdom? No. Are you at Hollywood Studios? No. Are you at Epcot? Hell yeah. <laughs> oh, are you one of the countries? Am I a country? Are you in one of the <laughs> countries? You got to clarify, because yes. she's definitely not a country. <laughs> Am I one of the countries? Um, are uh, you said yes? Yes, I am in one of the countries. Okay. Um, are you? Are you in Morocco? No. <laughs> I was like tequila bar. <laughs> Go ahead, Jason. Is this at a restaurant? Yes. Ish. Oh. Ish. Oh. Um. Are you in like a standalone place where you consume food or drink outside of a restaurant? 
like a yes like a, oh, these like a food and wine cart like something yeah, like that yeah is it like something yeah, like yeah, that yeah, yeah. kiosk you know kiosk what I mean? there we go that's what she's trying to say no it's, i'm not at a kiosk no. okay. she's in a place for sure what? okay so it's not really a restaurant but it's and it's also not morocco apparently it's not morocco so that's good we've already we've already you know are you are you drinking in this place oh yes well yes i mean <laughs> okay. i don't know if you've met me at epcot but yes um Do people speak English in this country? Yes. I don't, that, 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 <laughs> did, that did nothing for me. <laughs> I, thought it, I, was th- I thought I felt clever there for a second. But I just did. Has a Disney movie been set in this place? In this country? Yes. Yes. Are you, okay. Is there, a, uh, is there an attraction in this place? Yes. Mm. I'm shocked that y'all are stumped right now. Well, I'm waiting. waiting well, my first turn. off... I'm the last person to <laughs> to guess. You're fine. Anywhere just you just want to guess. Do, 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 I mean, to, to ask another question. Um, yeah, I'm gonna ask another question, but I gotta figure out how to narrow where you're at. So you're in a restaurant, right? That's what you said. You're in a restaurant. You said yes, ish. Yeah. <laughs> He's stumped. You, there's an attraction in this country. Yes. Well, typically, the places that I and find you are is is the tequila bar in Morocco. <laughs> Attraction. The tequila bar not is not in, in Morocco. The tequila bar is not in Morocco. Oh, oh, tequila no. bar it's not is not in Morocco. <laughs> oh, no, no, wait. What is what is, what is it? There is a there is an attraction oh, in a Morocco. country that is not in Europe. Oh no! What is the oh? What is the no? There is a bar in Morocco though. What's that bar? But it's not in Morocco though. She said it's not in Morocco. It's not in Morocco. So it's. But there is a, an attraction. So are you at the tequila Epcot. bar? Yeah, but say where that is. Mexico? Well, there you go. Yeah. Sorry, I got confused with the bars. I, there's a lot of bars there. I got confused. I'm in a tequila bar. Oh, you're, you're, you're What's the tequila bar called? Cabe de tequila. There it is. Yeah. Is that really what it's called? Yeah, El Cava, La Cava de Tequila. I got my place. All right, Christina has hidden somewhere at Walt Disney World. Me, me, me. Um, and are you at a theme park? Yes. Are you at Magic Kingdom? Nope. Hollywood Studios. Nope. Animal Kingdom. Yep. Are you at a show? No. A restaurant? No. Are you on a ride? No. There are your faces okay. right now. You're like, oh, what? There are other places other than rides and restaurants? <laughs> are you at an... Is there an outdoor show that happens here? Yes. Are you at Up? The Great Bird Adventure. That's a no. <laughs> Are you on a trail, like where there's animals and stuff? Like a tr- like you know the Pangani Trail or whatever it's called. No. No. Okay. I love the Pangani Trail. Right. Me too. You at a bar? No. No. Are you on the Wild Track? No. Okay. So you're. Wi- okay. So okay. So you're. Let's recap for a second. You're at Animal Kingdom. Yes. You're not at a show. You're not on a ride. You're not in a restaurant. You are there. It, there is somewhat of an outdoor show. Correct. Um, but you said you're not at a show. So you're lying to me. <laughs> there is a sh- outdoor show ish that happens here. I know where she is. A show ish that happens. Are you in Africa? No. You at the Tree of Life? 
I am. Oh, good job. Oh, well, got close there. So pretty. I saw something recently where there was a wedding there. Did you see the mm. pictures of that? Oh, yeah. Get right. out of here. That's awesome. Oh, my God. It was amazing. Yeah. yeah. All right. I am going to hide. And oh, we got to do you now. Yeah, yeah, man. All right. Uh, I got you. I got to think about it. It's a lot of places to hide, man. All right. I have hidden. Are you on a ride? No. Are you in a park? Yes. Epcot. No. Magic Kingdom. No. Hollywood Studios? Yes. Yeah, Is it a ride? No. <laughs> oh, you said a ride. Oh, dang it. I messed up my... Do uh, I have... To, are, are you in a place that has to do with a movie that's within the past 20 years? No. 20. No. Wow. Incredible. Are you in a bar? Yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, baseline? No. Tune in lounge. Yeah. yeah, good job. Oh, like, <laughs> I know that lounge. park like the back of my hand. Is that right? Yes. Back here? Okay. Tune in lounge. That's like the place that I go. Oh, literally, like, 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 like we walk in and they're like, hey, it's you guys. Where is like, the oh, tune in lounge? It's right next to Hollywood and Vine. Um, Where right is Hollywood the, and Vine? The dinosaur. It's right next to. Um, all right. So, you know, never mind. Let's just like stop well, there. No, no. Indiana Jones. Indiana Jones. It's. Indiana Jones uh, and Hollywood. I work at Hollywood Studios, and I still don't know Hollywood Studios. This is terrible. <laughs> I'm telling you right now, I just go, I beeline it to Toy Story Land. That's it. So <laughs> that's, that's all. Well, good job, party people. Good job. <laughs>